I wonder how many people have been to an all-inclusive holiday break. Hands up if you've ever been on an all-inclusive holiday break. Maybe you're a little bit too shy to put your hand up to the fact that you've had an all-inclusive holiday break. Because if you're anything like my, um, myself, I haven't been on many, uh, but we've just been uh, over the Easter holidays, uh, Gran Canaria, and we actually had an all-inclusive break. Bit of a privilege. And uh, I just, I don't think it's o- too overly rated. You know, it, the, the food is always there. You know, my kids, whenever they were hungry, uh, the food was just there. I mean, some days were better than others because some days they did hot dogs and my kids, the boys, loved the hot dogs and they would go for one and then they'd go for another one and then they'd go for another one. I'm thinking, goodness me, but it's always there. And uh, I wonder what it is like when you've gone without some food. I mean, I don't have to wonder because I have done in the past Uh, And I know it's sometimes, I mean, one of my kids, their targets is to make sure they have eaten their dinner, their food, because the impact of not having that is so significant, it changes everything. And, you know, if we go without our food, the impact of that can be quite significant. Uh, I wonder if if you've ever heard someone say, uh, Sunday mornings is where I get fed. You might have even said it yourself. And I'm not, of course, knocking that statement. But what I want us, or what I want to show uh, and talk about this morning is very much that we do, we do not live in a place where we have something. I mean, I'll give you an example. I have prayed before for an hour and a half, maybe two hours in the morning, and I'm feeling good. You know, that's my spiritual food. And I'm thinking, I'm, today's going to be really good. By the end of the day, I realise I've messed up. It's not been sufficient. The one meal or the one time when we come to God, it's not sufficient. So what's the answer? It's the all-inclusive kingdom of God. It's not on holiday. We don't go on holiday to an all-inclusive place. We actually live at our home as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus, can be in an all-inclusive spiritual kingdom where Jesus is there and the Spirit is there all of the time. There's not a moment that goes by that we cannot go up to the bar or we go up to the food uh, counter and get exactly what we want. I mean, the kingdom, uh, when it comes to the the banquet there, is far, far more impressive than the all-inclusive that we went to. I mean, some days my kids weren't that keen on some of the things there. I don't know why, because I think it was pretty good but it wasn't sufficient. But we find that when we push into God, that he is all sufficient, that he always has what we need. And the passage um, that I was given today, well, the title uh, that I've been given was Empowered by the Spirit. 
empowered by the Spirit. And, and uh, it comes uh, from a passage in John, uh, which we'll have a look at. It's John 20, and it starts in verse 19. I'm going to read it off the screen, because I've got a different version in my Bible, and I might as well go with the one that you've got in front of you. Uh, and this is, the, this is the account in John 20. It says, uh, on the e- oh, sorry, if there's a- anyone that wants a Bible, because I'm going to refer to this a couple of times. Um, yep, please pop your hands up, and uh, they're, they're being given out at the moment. Oh, there's one at the front, um, please. Linda, there's just, just one at the front here, that's great. So this is John 20. Uh, if you haven't got, I haven't got a page number. Does someone want to shout out a page number? There's quite a lot of people. 1089, if you want that. Um, and this is how it goes. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. And um, the bits... uh, there's just a couple of things I just want to touch on briefly, and that's in the verse 19 and 20, where here is Jesus, um, firstly in verse 19, where the, Jesus appears, and the disciples are in a place of fear. They're in a place of confusion, but real fear. They've locked the doors. They're worried about what's going on in their life. The reality of Jesus hasn't, they've got so many questions and they find themselves in a place where it's like, what's going on? And Jesus comes and he says, peace be with you. He overcame their emotional world. You know, we've all got an emotional world, don't we? We all find our place, uh, ourselves in a whole host of emotions, you know, we've experienced, we, we experience fear, we experience the disappointment, the anxiety, uh, the uh, joy, all of the good emotions as well. You know, a real sense of good, good stuff. It's, it's a whole diverse world that we find ourselves, and you find yourselves there whether you're a Christian uh, following Jesus or if you're not, you know, we all have those same, the same reality of, a, of an emotional world. But what, what we find is that when Jesus steps into that, the difference is that he says peace. And the difference is that their emotional place of fear changed to a place of joy, of excitement. And when Jesus comes into a place, it, our emotional, you know, where we find ourselves, it does change. I can't think of any times when I've pushed in and I've come into a place and said, Lord Jesus, no matter what emotional place I've found myself in, 
Jesus, I need you. I, I, I look to you to be my help. I can't think. I could tell you many times of when, when I've really pushed in, of when the emotional side, it, it, something's changed. The peace has come. It's okay. And some of us live in places where um, it, it, we, we, we're struggling with the emotional I mean, when in verse 20, Jesus came in and he said, look at my scars. Look, this is the reality. This is the, uh, what has occurred, the physical. You know, I was talking about a nice hotel, nice food. You know, we do get hungry. The reality is we live in a, in a physical world as well. You know, the, the reality is that sometimes uh, there are things that uh, hinder us that we don't like. Uh, I hit a rather special birthday this week. Uh, it's got a five in it. And uh, it was quite a big one. And um, as you get older, the physical realities, you know, things hurt a little bit more and it becomes a little bit, um, a little, you become a little bit more aware of them than perhaps you did in your younger days. But for some people, the physical realities is uh, right from the day dot. There's scars and there's pain. And Jesus, when he stepped into the room, he didn't take the scars away, but he said, peace be with you. He stepped into the place where the people, the disciples were. And he, he can do that exactly where we are, no matter where we find ourselves. Do, 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 you, do, you, do you get that? It doesn't matter. The promises in this book promise that Jesus will step into any situation that we find ourselves because God so loved the world, the whole world. Well, the next part of John 20, it says, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. The reality is that we're sent out in the same way that Jesus went out. And so I just want to touch on that uh, a little bit because uh, I, I'm thinking, it got me thinking, well, where did Jesus start? And you can turn to Luke 4 for that, uh, or Luke 3 and 4, um, and and. His ministry, Jesus had been doing stuff. He'd been alive for 30-odd years. Um, scholars uh, reckon, you know, that he'd been 30 years. People, he hadn't, you know, he, he, he grew up and was just being obedient. He was just being, being a the person who possibly didn't stand out too much, I'm guessing, uh, but how did it all start? How did the ministry, how did the fact that, the, that Jesus, who was here 2,000 years ago, you know, and when I pull out a coin out of my pocket, it reminds us because it's, oh, <laughs> there you are, free, free for all. Um, you know, there's a, there's a date on it, and it's telling us that that's when Jesus came into, uh, into being, into, it came and impacted the world. And... Uh, um, I've, I've, got, I've lost track of losing a pound then. We, we hold on to stuff, don't we? We don't live in that all-inclusive spiritual kingdom because we're so kind of tied in. I'm worried about my money. 
I'm worried about this, the realities of this pain, this hurt. And, and, and we do, we get distracted and we take our eyes off of the fact that we live in an all-inclusive spiritual kingdom. Um, just, you know, Jesus, when he started his ministry, it was when he got baptised. Last week, we had a wonderful celebration uh, of, of the baptism pool, uh, which is easier said than done to empty it, okay? Uh, and we had this lovely uh, baptismal pool, and they are confessing that they are believing in Jesus, that they're accepting the message that you find in the Bible, and they are being, uh, they're believing in the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And what happens to Jesus is his ministry started. He started meaning business when he was baptised, when the Spirit came on him. And when we, if we are people who are living in the all-inclusive spiritual, I put the word spiritual in there because it is a spiritual kingdom. We are born again in a spiritual sense. It's so hard, you know, if you're trying to think, what is a Christian? Who's a Christian? It's hard to get your head around because we live in our, spirit, in our physical or emotional world and we're not really that aware of a spiritual one. But even if you're not a Christian, surely you think there, from time to time, there must be more. You know, because if there is only my physical and in my emotional, that affects me so much. And the good news is that there is more. Because there's a whole spiritual life that changes us completely. And it starts with being born again. It starts with the baptism, you know, the anointing of God, of God, of just basically, it's not any work that we do. You know, we don't have to earn this stuff. We don't have to, we just have to believe that this is actually God's way of changing us, of, of get becoming, being able to live in this kingdom, have intimacy with God. It's just about believing it. It's all, it's all grace, we don't do much to earn it. It starts with Jesus being baptised. And um, it said uh, in Luke 4 that he was full of the Spirit. And I, and I just want to hang here just a little bit because have you ever thought about this? He is, he, Jesus is now baptised. He's got the Spirit on him. And he is led by that spirit into the, de into the wilderness to be tempted. He is led to a place of lack. He is led to a place which is hard. He's led to a place where he probably would rather not be. Where the physical, he went without food for 40 days. The physical is shouting out. It's like, listen to me. The emotional, he's, led, he's, he's there on his own. He's got the devil tempting him. Well, what about this? You know, you think you're this and you're thinking you're that. Well, the emotional, can you imagine the emotional sort of, I'm called to come and change the world, to, to forgive sins, but I find myself in a place for a long time which I wouldn't choose to be. You can't tell me that Jesus was like, yeah, 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 this will be okay. 
For 40 days without any food, 14 days of not being known, 40 days of, of no significance. And I find I found myself in that place, even as a Christian, of 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 like being led into places where you think, God, you know, you've you've led me here. What are you playing at? It doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem as though that's the sort of place I should be. You know, the emotions that I'm feeling, the physical issues that I've got at the moment, it doesn't seem right. But Jesus was led there by the Spirit. This is a God thing. You know, our lives, when we become a Christian, they're all a God thing. All we have to do is trust in the all-inclusive spiritual kingdom. It's all there. Sometimes it doesn't come straight away. But we push in. We put our, you know, the, the temptations for Jesus, what were they? Um, one was about, um, uh, duh, duh, duh. one was about, you know, the temptation to hunger for other stuff physically, you know, and, and we, it's easy to, it's even as a Christian to desire physical stuff. Some of that physical stuff is all right in itself. Some of that physical stuff is not. And there's that temptation to, to see that as our satisfaction. And Jesus says, no, seek first the kingdom of heaven. And all of the things, all the other stuff will, 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 will um, be given to you. We seek first his kingdom. The other temptation Jesus had was... Um, you know, to, to prove himself, you know, that I'm somebody. You know, the emotional sense. You know, throw yourself down, prove who you are, because I don't believe you. You know, I, I, and, and there's this emotional, I want to be significant, and I want to look good. I want to get my credentials in order. No, we come to Jesus in humility. We trust in him and in him alone. You know, one of the things about my talk this morning was like <laughs> yesterday, um, well, let's go back a little bit. I'd got, I hadn't had a massive amount of time to prepare for today, but I had been on two walks, and, I, and, and that's how I, you know, I take my Bible and I stroll and I read it, and it's like, come on, you know, where, where's God at? And... Um, Yesterday afternoon, I was still in a place I didn't have a clue what I was talking about. And um, I'd been doing stuff all day long for my kids. And uh, one of them came up to me and said, um, you know, I was talking away. At, this was uh, like getting in the afternoon now. And I'm beginning to get a little bit sort of, oh, no, <laughs> I'm doing a talk tomorrow. I need something, you know, please. And uh, I said, can you, can you just stop pestering me for a little bit? And, he, and uh, I need to do a talk tomorrow, and I don't have a clue what I'm saying. And he said, well, well, why don't you just phone up Mike and ask him? <laughs> you know. You see, as soon as I thought, it doesn't matter what I plan, I don't, it doesn't matter what I come up with, if it's not spirit-led, it all means nothing. Tomorrow, you're going to have your day like normal. Next week, you won't even remember what I look like. 
We can put our energies as Christians into proving ourselves, of of doing something significant. And we we rely on the wrong stuff. We need to rely and just be slight. And, And it wasn't only until I said, you know what, Lord? It doesn't matter about the talk. What I, is, is important to me is that you, by your spirit, just speak to people. I don't want to come up with, you know, if you want to know what the Bible is and the truth, you can go, probably go to any church and say, can I have a Bible? I don't have one. You can go to a Christian bookshop or many bookshops and buy one. You can get an app on your phone uh, and, and say, you know, there's some, the Bible's all there. You know, it's all available. But unless you believe it, unless it becomes real to you through trusting, and that's the work of the Spirit, that whole issue about being born again is all to do with the Spirit. It's about, you know, it's nothing that I can do. You can know this book back to front, but it will have no impact on you whatsoever. People's got... Th- Degrees and theologies and masters in this book. They're as dead as a dodo. Sorry. (laughs) Spiritually they are. And we live in an all-inclusive spiritual kingdom if you are a Christian. It all becomes alive. It's all there. The promises of God are yes. And uh, we just need to push into that. And, um, and I, I just, you know, I wanted to, you know, I'm beginning to wind, wind things together. Just where do we find ourselves? You know, are we finding ourselves in wilderness. You know, when, you took, when the title was given to me, Empowered by the Spirit, I did think, wow, you know, we'll be talking about miracles and this and that and how we're, well, that has but that is a reality sometimes for me. I have seen miracles occur, but I've also found myself, and I think this is why I wanted to stick with the bit that I've spoken about this morning, is I also found myself in wilderness, and I've been, and I've been tempted to doubt God. I've been tem- tempted to run after the physical or run after the emotional, and Jesus says, no, you trust in me. It's so tempting, but as Christians, if we're going to believe this stuff, we have to believe and understand that we are, we, we are living in the all-inclusive spiritual kingdom. It's all there, any time. You, know, you don't have to make an appointment to pray to God. He's not going to turn up at 3.30 tomorrow. You know, he doesn't say, come and see me. Sorry, I'm busy at the moment. I'm just washing my hair. Come round tomorrow. There's none of that. We have free access all of the time. But we, what's important is that you believe it. You come in humility. And the bit at the end of this passage in John 20, can't, I don't even have the time to go into the forgiveness stuff it mentions. You know, about, about you know, if you, forgive, if you forgive people, they're forgiven and... I mean, that's a whole avenue to explore. Have you ever thought about uh, the uh, prayer of um, uh, the Lord's Prayer? You know, we are forgiven. You know, Father, forgive us as we forgive others. That is actually a massive thing. 
that this is a kingdom. This is a kingdom way that we live uh, according to the kingdom. We live a life of love, a life of humility, a life of forgiving people, not having regrets. Uh, sorry, not having um, resentment towards another, uh, one another. It's not the way of the kingdom. If we're living in that kingdom, we have to, have to love one another and forgive them when they've done wrong. And I wonder whether a lot of the spiritual reality, just putting it out there, is because we've got resentment in our hearts towards someone. That we're looking for a spiritual breakthrough in a certain situation, yet we feel really annoyed and peed off, basically. And we haven't forgiven and we haven't allowed. And, 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 and if you're sitting there this morning thinking, but I can't, I can't do all this. Yeah, you're in the right place. Because in Beatitudes, in Matthew, it says, blessed are those that are poor and in need, for theirs is the kingdom. If you are thinking, oh, I don't have a scooby-doo how to do all this stuff, that is almost, that's so close because it is not you that's going to do it. It's opening up, it's believing that Jesus is here and making that step of faith and, and, and uh, allowing him to change you spiritually. You know, I just want to tell one more, one, one story. There were three guys out here from uh, a company chopping trees down. And uh, I went out to them, made them a nice cup of coffee, just thinking, you know, I, I love meeting with people and, and just seeing what God is, is going to be doing. And, and, and so I went out there, chatted away. We chatted for ages. We, we even ended up chatting about Buddha. And I came in after this chat and I was like oh god I came in and saw Mary ask her I was feeling thoroughly depressed because I was thinking I don't know how to communicate the good news to them there was one particular out of the three that I really felt a God thing going on I, I, I really wanted to pray for him but there was no root in there was no and I, and I came in here feeling a failure, feeling, knowing, not, not doubting my faith, but thinking, how do you turn that into a reality? And we had a chat, and I was like, oh, no. I thought, no, I'm going to, you know, I, I didn't think uh, I live in an all-inclusive spiritual kingdom. That was for today. But that's the reality, and I was like thinking, no, that's pushing a little bit. And I went into the creche over there and I sat down in the chair and I just said, God, I don't know how to do it. I don't know. I, don't, I find myself in a place, and this is, your, is this your reality? I find myself in a place where there are unknowns. People doubt me. I don't know the answers. But I want you to, I want you to, I want to trust in you and I believe in you and I want, I want to, I want to be empowered by the Spirit. I want to live a spiritual life. I didn't pray all that stuff, but that's kind of what's going on in my head. Um, and so I was like, no, I've got to trust. So I went back out there, and, I, and, and just not in arrogance, 
not in a, ha, ah, you know, I, I'm going to go there now. But I went, it's like, God, what are you going to do? I trust in you. The other two guys had gone off for coffee, and the one that I wanted to pray for was there. And we, we got started talking, and it was so natural. And we was like, can I, can I pray for you? He's like, yeah, yeah, go for it. We, I prayed for him. I went out with a couple of tots leaflets um, uh, because one of them said to me, oh, you do, you do tots? Oh, my, you know, my wife will be interested in that. And then I, had, I brought two leaflets by accident. You know, one was for one guy, and there was a leaflet underneath, and I took two. I was like, oh. And, uh, and, and one of the guys wanted to write something on a piece of paper, and, he, and I said, oh, take this to lean on. Said, oh, tot scoop. Oh, that's, that, that might, my wife will be interested in that as well. And you see God working. And I came in after that thinking, oh, wow. Why don't I trust God more? Why don't I push in and see what God wants to do in my life? Why do I have to pursue the physical, the emotion, you know, the emotional stuff? When we step in faith into what, into the spiritual realm, things change. Can we stand up? Stand up, please. Uh, and uh, all I'm simply going to do is just going to ask God to come and. Um, And, uh, you know, for some people, it will be beneficial for you to uh, come and see someone um, and uh, to pray, pray about stuff. Because we can't do this stuff on our own. You know, for some of us, it will be, um, we just need to do business with God. Some of us, we need to say sorry. I, d I don't know. So I'm just going to just pray just for a couple of minutes. See where God's, what's God saying to you? What's he laying on your heart? Father God, just pray your kingdom come. We thank you for Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. You may find it helpful to put out your hands. I'm not into emotional stuff. But, uh, you know, if that, if that suits for you, it's just a, we need to fight, be in a place where we're saying, God help. And that takes humility. That makes us look stupid sometimes. Makes us vulnerable. But I can assure you, if you're in a place of vulnerability this morning, you will not be disappointed. If you open up your heart to a loving, almighty king, you will not be disappointed.